Everybody have uh, copies? Copies over here. Ellie, you can move from more front and center. Yeah, the Okay, let's go back to page four as I left you in a state of shock at the last 10 seconds of the shear and what to do with this medrash, which we'll deal with now. At page four in the footnote, Ice Tess, the Makara Chesed. The Chavaz Chaim up top here was quoting that the another famous heter to give more than a fifth it's not only you have to give more than a fifth, but a, a basic focus on a priority in Stockholm, that is giving to Talmud Torah. Officially Yisach HaZvolon, not officially Yisach HaZvolon. And he brings a uh, startling Medrash Rabbah of Iker Rabbah, a nice test, which the Shittim Megabetz comments on. The Maschom of Azay, seen test, Avi Shittim Megabetz, Medrash of Iker Rabbah, Shorabi Tarfin, Nosan, Rabbi Kiva, Shis, Mea, Kantarin, the Kesa, Liknus, Lasodek. It sounds like it was solicited by Bikiva. Kiva told him he had an unbelievable investment, and he gave him 600 very valuable coins. Vamad Rabbi Kiva, and Rabbi Kiva went with the money, and promptly, Rabbi Kiva is the guy by Tzaka, and he gave it away to the yeshivas, and to the Kli Kaidish, and to the Kailun. Of course, Rabbi Tarifin, sooner or later, even though they... Uh, Learn 23 hours a day, he might see Rabbi Kiva and ask him how his investment is doing, which is what happened. Because and by the way, in case I'm going by the area, I'd like to look at, let me know where the property is. Uh, I'd like to see the real estate. As you mentioned, uh, it's a good idea once in a while to check on things just to make sure it's not going down the drain. Rabbi Kiva said, uh, Baruch Hashem, nothing physical to look at. Real estate goes up, real estate goes down. This always goes up. That's the real real estate, by the way. The reason real estate is called real estate is because it's like like Brazil. It always stays, but unfortunately it doesn't always stay. It goes up, it goes down, the bubbles, the bubbles burst. And this is Tzidkasa Amedis La'ad. Now, before we get to the Shittim Megabetz's Raya, uh, some of you might be wondering in passing why it was mutter for Rabbi Kiva to take this money and instead of investing in a building, take it and give it to the Shivas and the Kailam. So that's why I preface Rabbi Kiva, first of all, was the Gabbai Stockholm. Like the major Gabbai Stockholm Klai, so there are many stories in, involving him. And the Din, which I mentioned two weeks ago, but we didn't get to yet in the Machaber, is that the Vestin can actually be Kaifa. For people to give stocker, not to be careful to give stocker, but because they give stocker according to the share of their wealth that they're supposed to be giving stocker to. So, Rabtarfin was Rabtarfin. He happened to, we know from other Gamaras, he, uh, he was wealthy. And you could be sure he was giving stocker before. And it's Nig's big, big places, but Rabbi Kiva is Rabbi Kiva, uh, both as a guy stocker and as a friend to. Uh, convince and sometimes do an actual misa as brave as this was to get a point across that as much as you're giving, you're not giving enough. And it has happened to very great people that Gemara uh, talks about uh, the uh, Gittin Gemara, about the Chorban. What happened to the three Gvirim who gave tremendous amounts of stocker? They lost all their money. So Gemara said, Why did they lose all their money? They gave stocker. The answer is they gave, but not according to their level of wealth. Strongly mashma that even though they're giving a fifth, mashma like most of the Peskin that say there's not a low plugin for their level, their achrayas as the billionaires, the clays for all to be supporting more because what are they going to do with all that money? 
that's that's the posh shot in the Gemara. And Reptarifrin apparently was was wealthy, and Rabbi Kiva felt either Mitam the Gabetzalka to force the issue, or as a friend to bring it to his attention that this is the best investment I can help you with, and you're going to thank me. Be very careful before you actually do this in real time, <laughs> uh, because it might raise eyebrows. Uh, so uh, if the guy doesn't sue you for embezzlement. But Baruch Hashem, Rabbi Tarifim was up Tarifim. He was a Halakha Tzaddik. And um, the Medrash, he doesn't quote this part, but the um, Medrash finishes off. The, the Tarifim gave him a big kiss and he thanked him for his uh, thought and his caring. So, the first moral of the story before we get to the point we're trying to make is that if you really care about your friends, you will make sure that they're doing mitzvahs and learning as much as they can in general. And if you know that they have money and they're giving staka, but they're spending too much money on vacations and that money can be freed up for staka, you'll be doing them a big favor, even if they're giving a chaymish, by convincing them to give more money to yeshivas and the kailim, because the Chavaz Chaim clearly, and he's going to discuss this in the next three pages, says this is the ikert staka, and the ikert schus, and the ikert schus of staka and tamatera, and the zvon. And if you're really a good friend, just like you, you would cringe at having a miss out on a golden opportunity for an investment, the Pasik says over here, this is the main investment. So this is a very powerful message for, and friends, by the way, Lamaitza Staka is given by peer pressure, and if friends understand this, this is why this, the Chavaz Chaim is so mayrach on this, he's in the middle of giving many heterim for giving more than a fifth, he spends most of his time on this, because this is not a question of giving more than a fifth, it's a question of where you're going to prioritize your money, and what are you going to do with it, and you're not bound by a fifth, and it's a matter of understanding, you're here for schusim, and you want to use, just like we understand, you have to use every ounce of your strength to learn, every minute you can, you've got to use every ounce of your money, every penny, to make sure that you're getting the best schusim possible, so why would you want to lose out on that? Not a question of chayyum, it's a question of, isn't that what you're here for? And the Chavaz Chaim is going to hammer that point home, as will the... Uh, Bade and all the other sources we're going to see. And people, anybody who learned the yeshiva sort of gets that. But sometimes you get out in the world and you uh, sort of forget it, which is why Mrs. Chazar is important. But, but the point of this message right now is that it's important that you tell your friends about it because if you're really their friend, you should want him to get the maximum share in Olam Haba. So that's the, yes, Ellie, you looked... Uh, yes, there's two layers to the question. First of all, there's no Hashash Hashem Well, no, that's what we discussed last night. Yeah. No, because it, because it's a business deal. Yeah, and Chazal. So so let's say a guy has a has a phenomenal deal in a building, and the building costs fifty five million dollars, and it's only worth sixty million. Can you buy the building? So Chazal suggests you don't because they suggest you split your investments one third, one third, and one third, and not put all your eggs in one basket. But they didn't answer it. So if if you're making, let me make the make a. You're making $60 million a year. That's been going on for years, pretty stable. Uh, and you want to give $55 million out, and you, $5 million net. $5 million is daiva to do whatever you need. You mean, take a vacation or two. So there's no shah So then there's nothing wrong. Does it sound like it's not part of the calculation? It's not. It's not, but you still have to have your head on straight. Shemiyani is a real concern anyway. So if your income is $60 million and you need a few hundred thousand dollars to live, you should probably not give $60 million away. You should leave yourself a little bit. And that's, I, nobody asks me that, Shaila. Usually people do that. They usually leave themselves a little bit. And then the part two is, uh, is that a lot of the Tamil Chacham are in themselves. So what... what a lot of the Tamil Chacham are... Aniyam, themselves. Well, then they're not giving uh, $55 no, so million. Giving, dollars. No, so if, he's giving, if the guy is giving to the Tamil Chacham who's also an Ani... No, no, no. What, what what Rabbi Kiva didn't take is, 600 dinarim uh, uh, because Rabbi Tarifin was poor. He took it because he knew he could afford it and he was doing him a favor. 
I'm saying about the guy with the chaimish. In other words, no, the chaimish. If you can't even afford meiser, so which one is it? In other words, if you can't afford it, none of this is nagaya. Not the guy giving. The guy who's receiving. If the guy who's receiving is, 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 is also an ani. Right. So is is that, that's there, the beauty of this. You're no, getting both. Limitation as a result. Because no, no, because he's doing it. You're getting two for the price of one. You're, it's straight stalker. There's also a stalker usually goes hands in hand. If it didn't, then you wouldn't be giving it in the first place. And there's no cap. That's correct. In fact, he's an ani doesn't put it back under the Xeris Takana Sushan. That's, that's the beauty of this investment. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's uh, Takana free, if you call it. <laughs> and... Uh, and it's at Kassam at Zlad. But the Chafaz Chaim is going to be on this because this point is often lost. And um, uh, Ben Teirah has to understand. Somebody who under- appreciates learning, understands learning, is the person who understands this quicker than a person who, it might be orthodox, but he's, a, he's, he's an Amaretz, unfortunately, and he doesn't understand what it's all about. So he might get stuck anyway, which is still a schus, a tremendous schus, but Chafaz Chaim is... is is quite uh, convincing in all the Makaris, nobody argues on this point, that uh, the greatest list you can have is this chus, uh, which he will be Marachan. But let's finish here first, because we didn't get to the Shittas Ra yet. Kasav Shah, the first word line, we're in Ice Test on page four. First word line, it said Kasav. Kasav Shah, Mazel Shah, this is the Shittah Megabet says, Yeshlan Allah Chalik, Dulayam Rina, Hachi, Allah Tamatarik, Moshas Rabbi Kiva. What's bothering the Shittah Megabet over here is it sounds like Rabbi Taifa is giving a lot of stock already, and it took even worse, and then he's over the 20% threshold, so why is a mutter for Rabbi Kiva to do, to do this? That's his, that's his kasha. And he says the answer is because for Tamatarik, there's no cap of 20%. He would not have done this unless there was some dire emergency that somebody was dying. He would not have done this had this not been for Talmatera, which is why Rabbi Kiva, even though he's the general guy by stalking for Almonas and everybody else, also he was only Mechalakit to Amalitera. Pirish Rashi Sham Vazes Lanim, Re Oid Mashakas Rabbeinu Be Likuti Alochas, obviously authored by the Chafetz Chaim as well, and Yuma Yudbez and Abez, Miyuvda the Hillel, Veena Daimel Masha Amri Vazes Mechemish. Hillel, we're going to see the Maestro with our mayor soon in print. Uh, if you remember, Hillel was very poor himself. He spent, he made a kopek a day. He spent half the kopek on the entrance fee to the Bez Medjish and the other half on his family needs. That's 50% of his income he spent on just getting to the Bez Medjish. So why is that in violation already? The answer is, well, you say it's not in violation, he's spending it on himself, but he's giving it to the yeshiva. It was an entrance fee for the upkeep of the yeshiva. So he says, not a kasha for the same reason. Zer rockling in stock, alolling in He says this is even more pushed. He says for his own learning, you can spend whatever it takes. If you can remain an amaris, that's that's your alam habat stake. Shu mechuyiv ladasa sav he chayiv lenetzach. This is his whole alam habat. Kosher kain she'ena rashi lefaz and lachas of almasiris. He certainly can't waste your money on luxuries. Viachsai day zeh yadis atayra. If by spending on luxuries you're going to have less money to spend on your own learning, you certainly can't do it. So Hillel made a very tight budget and he figured out exactly what his family needs to survive on bread and whatever it was and pita and chumus. And uh, this was the fee to the Beth Medrash. And you all know the famous Maisa that one day uh, something went wrong and he couldn't pay the fee and they didn't let him in. That wasn't because they were cruel. Uh, they wanted the chashivas that people should, when you pay for something, you, you listen better. And you learn better, and that was the rule. And he went on the roof, and he almost froze to death, but uh, that's why he became Hillel, uh, because he was Mesonefesh. And that has nothing to do with Chaimesh, because he was spending that in himself, because he didn't want to remain in Amaretz. So that's certainly Mutter. And uh, he will continue with that theme right now. Go back to page 5, where we left off in the second paragraph. 
Now he quotes what we mentioned about our mayor. Isa measures Kehillas Rabo. Let me see the second paragraph at the bottom. Alapatsik Sanesi Anias Kolamoli. If you read Kehillas, by the way, Kehillas is an impetus. Uh, it's a missed opportunity. I should really have an appeal right after Kehillas. Because after hearing Kehillas, anybody who wants to hold on to any money either wasn't listening, either fell asleep during Kehillas, uh, which sometimes happens if you're not standing up because it's long, uh, or didn't understand what the words meant. But when you finish a Kehillas, you basically come to the conclusion that everything is hevel uh, avolim, and therefore you can't take it with you. You might as well spend it on something good. So it's no surprise this is in Kehillas. Alapasik sanesi ani es kolamali. All my hard work. Rameir havi kasvantav rameir. Among other things, besides being the greatest tana of his generation, Ryan Irvin says that we never pass like a mayor. Gemara says everybody's masking Rameir was head and shoulders over everybody else, and we don't pass like him because he was so head and shoulders over everybody else when they had a machlek they didn't understand what he was saying. So if I were talking, they said I told my other tanam over here, and the conversation was like this. So, great lesson to be learned, not for now, it needs Hezber, but um, we don't pass like a mayor because if there's no give and take, there was a give and take, but they didn't understand what he's saying, so then you can't pass like him because they really weren't sure what he was right, even though Emunus Chaman told them that he was very brilliant. So he remained the Yachid, and we pass like the Rabbim. The only time we pass like a mayor, interestingly enough, is we pass like a mayor because they of. It comes to Gezeris, and we pass like him. Why is that? They still don't understand what he was saying. But Pshat Gezeris, Chazal, see, don't do this because. Might be dangerous down the line. So for that, Amunus Lachavim was fine. So then we went with his Gezeris. But our mayor was our mayor, and besides being uh, a Hilgatana, he was also uh, besides being a he was also a safer and a safer in tremendous demand. And he was very good at what he wrote. Messiah, of course, mitzad the Yerushalmayim, mitzad the expertise. Our mayor had a kasvan tava, havile mistaker tloslin kol shabbos. Every week, he made three slon. And this was his steady income. Now, why didn't he make more in such demand? The answer is he only worked X amount of hours during the week, and that's what he figured he needed, and he stopped. So it gives you the budget here. Of the three salam, one he used for food and drink for him and his family. The other one was for clothing, I assume, also for all the bills. I'm trying to think what those bills are. You know, today we have set bills that start to the tune of like $100,000 before you start spending money. Just a team, the HMO and the car insurance and the and the cell phones and the you know so they didn't have any of that so it just says clothing I don't know what else got to feed the cow maybe that's under food and drink I don't know life was simple then so the other part was clothing whatever goes in that category mafarnes that's one third and one third the third third mafarnes ba'achrosalu rabbanim and the third third he spent on a kailo which he supported he supported him in a so you're already at thirty three percent there's already over twenty percent which by now you should know what he's getting to is not schwer. Amali Talmida, the conversation is interesting. So his own Talmidim asked him, Rebbe Benach Ma'at Ovid Alehon. a fascinating exchange. Uh, if you were doing the math, he made three salon a week. So he spent one on food and drink, the other one on clothing, and the third he gave away to the uh, yeshiva. So what did he put into savings? No, nope. how much? Grand total of? Zero. That's correct. So Tamidim noticed this. I just think, how did he notice this? Maybe he was giving share in Hochastak. I wonder how they knew his budget. But I guess uh, somebody was named Meshavashim, they figured it out. And they said, what's going to be with your kids? Don't quote any of these next uh, parts out of context, by the way. Um, I always say that. It doesn't do me a lot of good. But uh, they said, uh, what are you going to do about your kids? What was the kasha? If you have no savings... I have no savings this week, next week, the next month, next year. Yes, what happens? So after 120, no. 
believe it or not, that, that's I would think that's what it means. Like, hey, make chasnas, but uh, making chasnas then was very cheap, also. So a couple of some. Where does that? What part of the third does that fall? Probably under the clothing, the food. You have to put food on the table. So tonight we have a chasna. We invite twenty more people. And you got to put some other food. It was uh, they didn't have the cost associated with our chasnas either. Um, the question was, what's going to be Achanev Esr? Is going to be no money in the account? That was the question. The question wasn't Lakanta. They wanted to understand, like, is, is this the Mahalach? So they asked him, Amr Lahu, so he gave him a very straight answer. He said, Im yuhun tzadikin, If my children are going to be Tzadikim, which I hope they'll be, Yehavun Kahada, Dama David, Larisi Tzadik Nezav, Zarabagashloch. If they're tzaddikim, so then they'll fend for themselves. Hashem's not going to forsake them. Vim lav, and if they're not tzaddikim, mani maniya chashli loiv yamakam. Why would I want to leave money to kids who aren't doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Our mayor said it like it was. What? <coughs> uh, we don't aim for mediocrity. So before anybody gets nervous, this is uh, uh, we're going to discuss this at length later on. There is a parsha Yerushan Chumash. Right, right. And Rabbi is not denying it, and Rish Lakish wasn't denying it. This is a Madrega. But the Tamidim wanted to know. They wanted to understand their Rebbe. What's your Mahalach? So he said, Marashal, I should work extra and be to my Torah to leave them money? If they're Tzadikim, they'll be fine. If they're not Tzadikim, I don't want to fund their activities. Now, yes, what about the Bananim? So um, I don't think in Shamayim, Anashamba would look very uh, kindly or calmly down at his kids taking a cruise around the world, kosher cruise. Kosher cruise, they got rid of all the women who weren't dressed properly, which means there are no women on board. Um, and they go into places where it's very cold, so everybody's dressed, looking at Eskimos, one of those Alaskan cruises in June. And everything's kosher for Yasher, and, uh, and the food is Yasher already, because it's after, it's Alaska in June, so it's after Pesach. I mean, we solved all the problems. And the cruise, uh, for them and the extended uh, grandchildren, cost $90,000. No, where'd they get the $90,000? That's his money. So he, he wasn't learning to make that $90,000. So that's the case. They abandoned him, right? They're not doing anything wrong. They're not doing anything right. That's not a bad idea. That's pretty no, good already. He got rid of all the women. Everything's yosh and a glock kosher. Trying to eke out a living. What? Trying to eke out a living to pay tuition. Okay, that's a very good... No, so that's... No, so that's... That already, we're going to... We're going to pitch for that because that, that's where the Parashi Rusha does come in. If the kids are not independently wealthy and they're nice from people and they're struggling to make ends meet, then there is room to leave them. Is there, is there a, 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 um, I know we're not doing estate planning right now, but if the person wants to leave... <laughs> we're going to be doing a lot of estate planning over the next few months, by the way. Yeah. If they want to leave in the will, the kids off the derrick gets nothing. Okay, so, so there's a fair issue, Gamar. You cannot exclude a kid out of the will, even if he's not doing the right thing. And the Gamar doesn't explain what not the right thing is. And we're going to talk about all of this. Interestingly enough, pretty early in this sugya, the next Ramah is going to talk about two major, I would say controversial, it's not controversial, just that it sounds controversial, but there, there's clear direction. Uh, number one, what can you do with the will and right before you die? How much money should you give away? Can you give away? Who can you cut out? Who can you cut in? And we have a major discussion. It's one little Ramah, but I have a Ramah, and we have an interesting Makaris on it. And the next part of Ramah is going to be about the Shaila, can you spend some money on mitzvahs as opposed to stalker? Two independent sugis. So we're going to get to that. Um, so hold it for now. But I'm giving you a scenario where, which the Chavaz Chaim is going to harp on in a minute. They're banning him. They're nice kids. They're doing the right thing. Noah Averis. They're going on a cruise and everything's wonderful. And, uh, but, and they're learning on the cruise also. 
morning Seder, and the afternoon they just look at the ocean and have a nice vacation. And it's 90 grand. And then 90 grand, you had to sweat and waste a lot of time uh, making the money. So my mayor said, well, why should I leave that decision for somebody else? If they're doing okay, they're doing okay. And if not, I don't want to fund it. So that's a madriga. And you mentioned Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, uh, when he died, had like a quarter of a pound of some safflower or something like worth of three ninety nine. And he said, what a shud, what a waste. I overworked by 20 minutes. And for Reish Lakish and for our mayor, working extra 20 minutes means bit of for 20 minutes. So these are madrigas. Not our madrigas, these are madrigas. The theme is, is our madrigas, just not, not the 20 minutes. Um, so here, the Chavaz Chaim is bringing this down, not for the question of how to actually divvy up the Yerusha, which we will get to, it's the question is how do our mayor have a right to have that lifestyle with not putting anything in savings? So our mayor said, why should I put something in savings? I'd rather get more stuck on now. So that's not our madrega, Shemi, you mentioned Bitochen. Okay, so we Americans don't live well without savings. We don't live well without a freezer full of steak and chicken either. But uh, that the Gemara has some not such nice comments about that, but we're not holding there. Gemara says, is somebody who asks Mano Chalamacher, but we're not holding there, clearly. But, but uh, you might have heard me say this in a drasha. If we constantly say it's not Amadrega, it's not Amadrega, it's not Amadrega, we won't even strive to make this part of Amadrega. We're not going to get here. But at least we have to know the notion. According to Amadrega, the question is we're going to have meat in the freezer, we're going to have money in the account. The question is how much? That's really what we're focusing on. Are we assuming this that you're saying back to that, that these times people didn't live long because we're worried about little children? I mean, you said, oh, after 120 years, who are the children? We are children of our parents as well, but we're not being supported by them. Uh, this, he's saying when, my, when the money runs out, there's no savings. He's not talking about little children. They're going to be like I am now. They're going to be adults. We're struggling like I'm struggling. Like yeah, and they're, they're going to want the money. Are we talking? For what? <laughs> for what? I know many people who have uh, built, and again, you know me, I'm not a Kanoi in general, and I don't go on tirades, especially here in Wesley Hills, about people who have nice homes and nice cars and this and that and the other thing. But with that said, um, if a person couldn't afford it with his regular job, now he got a nice Yerusha, and now he makes decisions, no virus, but he's using that money to live a fancier lifestyle. And the question is, well, is that why the father worked extra hard? So if the father wasn't holding by learning, okay. So he didn't work, instead of bowling and golfing, he worked harder. Okay, fine. But if the father was a bentair and he was holding by learning, every time he made a decision whether to make more money, it was the cost of his learning. So then I don't think the neshama would, I know the neshama would not appreciate the fact that this is what I sweated to make that money for. So you can have a nicer, nicer house, nicer car, nicer vacation. That, that's what Ramey is saying. Ramey is saying, why should I? Uh, I'm supporting my family. He made a nice pun also. I'm supporting my family. Everything's covered. And I have 33% left over. It sounds like if he had 50% left over, he would spend it on the giving it to the yeshiva. So he said, why should I uh, save up money? So it could be talking about small... I think the question was, you're earning three slime, one for the food, one for the clothing, one for the yeshiva, and then when you, if you die because there's no savings... Then where's that one going to come That's from? a very American question. Where are those two going to come uh, from? Okay, that's a very American question. But the kids are going to be old enough to be working for themselves. Uh, or, or maybe they're not going to say it's an insurance policy. It, could, it could be both. But the insurance policy question is because you're American. So you're saying part of the savings has to be that I need X amount to the bank or I need X amount being spent in insurance policy because who knows what's going to happen. Our mayor clearly didn't buy into that. Otherwise, Rachel Lakish also, what do you mean? He, he worked every, every hour, every 24 hours to make uh, what he needed for a little flower. What's going to happen if he doesn't make it tomorrow? The answer is he was complaining he died with three ninety nine worth of flour in his cupboard. So what's going to be the day after he died? So it could be he was older than the kids have grown up, but it could be that that wouldn't have been the story. Right? 
So that didn't bother them. Again, this, this is a very, very high madrega, but for us, that, this is not going to be any sign. We're going to have three ninety nine worth of food in the, in the freezer. question is, three ninety nine. Three thousand nine hundred ninety-nine, three million nine hundred ninety-nine. Question is what the what the level is. How um, do we know that the cheshbon is, is okay if somebody who's very wealthy and he continues to work to even amass more wealth? So the purposes of his very good question. Maybe he can do that. Yeah, the the answer is that has to be examined, and that's again Baruch Hashem, a shaila that I've been asked quite a few times, and that was never asked for a long, long time in two thousand years of Gullus, but now it's a shaila Baruch Hashem, and the answer is honestly, what are you going to do? with the other time you're going to free up. If your saturation point, which is hard to know beforehand, saturation point is learning four hours a day, and now you're gaining, you're only on three hours a day, you're gaining one more hour, but now you can't give uh, $3 million to Stucco, you have to make a balance between what you're giving up and what Klaiswell is losing out in the system of you giving. On the other hand, if you can really pack away a full day of learning, it's not your responsibility to be there to constantly give Stucco, barring some rare circumstances. Um, we spoke about this once when the recorders weren't on, uh, I think it was one Shavuos night, but um, you, the only way to figure that out and be honest with yourself is while you're working to ramp it up, so to speak, it's like exercise, you can't, you can't decide you're doing no exercise for 30 years and then become an Olympic uh, runner. You have to exercise and exercise and push the bar and see where you go, and then if you're convinced that you're really at max and you don't have any more time because the work is getting in your way, and you're serious about it and it's really going to be a major difference, then it's not your responsibility to continue in most regular cases. At the end of the day, once this guy knows that he's on his way, then so what, why can't he just give his money to he could. Stuck at that point to max out? He, he, in other words, why should he even... Because if he can continue making more, if he's not on his way out and continue making more, and he wouldn't be learning so much with the time that he's now uh, uh, cutting out, then you have to juggle that. You're saying why should he leave anything for the kids? Just give it to the so he can max out on the old mom? Oh, you mean you mean when he's when mom is leaving, yeah, he's writing his uh, okay, words, okay. So that okay, okay, okay. So I actually have numbers for that right, for the estate planning. Ramosha has numbers for that also. and We're going to discuss that. We, we, we Mr. Shem, we will get to all that. Um, Mr. Shem tomorrow and I will continue on this piece because he's just beginning to drive home the point that he's driving home pretty hard. But we'll have to continue with tomorrow night.